Hey, everyone, you've probably heard by now that this episode of The Final Forecast is brought to you in part by The Book Exchange. It's where Mountaineers go to look their best in the latest styles. Recorded live in Japan, Israel, Mexico, and Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Jay Flo. I'm back with another episode of Final Forecast. Got my guy here, Kevin Jones. What's up, what's up? Deshaun couldn't make it. Seven hour time difference. Ash, she could not make it today. But we have a special guest with us. Geoff. Pronounce my name correctly. <laughs> Jeff. Hey Whoa. guys. Uh, I think the least exciting thing that you could possibly say to somebody is Deshaun Butler is out. Jeff Coyle is taking his place today. <laughs> I think that's, that's pretty awful. exciting. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's an even trade-off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Those who don't know who Geoff is, I call him Geoff because his name is spelled G-E-O-F-F-F. Geoff. That makes sense. So Geoff. Geography. Um just gonna start saying words that you know that start with G-E-O. Yeah. So not Jeffography. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not sure anybody ever claimed that it was, though. <laughs> Anyways, those who don't, introduce yourself for, to the people, for those who don't know who you are. I mean, to the people who don't know the, who I am, which I'm sure is people. the majority of... No, the few people. <laughs> oh, boy, that's going to throw me off for this entire oh, yeah. episode. <laughs> Dave is uh, here, too. Yeah, Dave. What up? Oh, Dave Ryan is... is Unfortunately. Unfortunately, our producer. Is... No, now see, he should have saved that for after I introduce who I am, what I do, how I know you guys, all that, because it would be such a disappointment. There we go. Uh, so yeah, if I if I'm telling people, um, I mean, I met you guys way back uh, around the time that this show's named after, in uh, the final four year, or a, a couple years before that. Um, but I worked in sports media in West Virginia for about eight years. And for the last two years, I've been working for the university and, um, and I've been doing the, the, uh, public address for the, um, alumni game for the last, what, three or four years. You missed um, the year. You, you skipped the year. I think you were on the honeymoon. I don't know what you were doing actually. No, no, oh, you were in Spain. But running, no, running with the Bulls. I was there for all of them. The, the first one was the only one that I didn't call. And it was just because I was covering it in the media. I'm 100% sure you missed one of them. No, I didn't. It's been five years. You just said you were there for four. Did I miss one? I don't think did. I did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that's that what I'm saying. announcer the, for the first one. Yeah, the first one, you picked a different announcer instead of me. So that was why I wasn't there. Oh, the terrible one. Who was that, John? Oh, you're calling my cousin terrible. I'll be sure to tell her that. I'll touch her right now. Steve is going to get his... No, I didn't say that. I said, who was that? He, they said that. You said that. the terrible one. Oh, okay. They said that. And I was just asking, who was the terrible one? I'm asking I'll you. Just talk, 
Well, guess what? Both of y'all getting <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. I'm good. I'm chilling. But now, G Off has been around for a long time. Like you said, since 2009, 2010. 2009. 2009, 2010. He actually produced the uh, the infamous headband story. Oh yes. What what other How story? How could I forget that? Did we do another story? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that one well, like you know that that one I had multiple people contact me like asking how they could get something like that done at their own school. Like exactly. how can we tell stupid funny stories like this about our own players? I was like, "Well, you got to get yourself a John Flowers." <laughs> how did that idea like come up was that your idea john or is that both y'all idea like how did that come up that, that was super cool i liked it i think it was jeff wrote the script yeah jeff did i think jeff just came up with everything really i just my incredible acting skills just that's basically what it was it. though it was like i wrote it and and wrote it for john and he just knocked it out of the park yeah, nah that so. was cool though and then uh, I don't know how many views I had on YouTube, but we definitely, this goes back to showing that players should get paid. I could have made my own headband, marketed it, and sold it for ten ninety nine each. You know what I mean? And how many people fit in the Coliseum? 18? Uh, 16,000? 14 16, or 16,000 16, times 10 is a lot of money. So, uh Players should get paid, man. You know what I mean? What do you think about that, Geoff? You think the players should get paid? <sighs> I mean, I definitely agree with this idea that they're going to be able to get, you know, money off of their likeness. Like, I think I think that definitely makes sense. I mean, I, I think back to, like, when Dennis Kalichlo was here and he wasn't allowed to play his guitar if it was at something that, like, promoted the fact that he was going to be there. If somebody had a charge entry or something like that, he couldn't play his guitar. And you're like, you're stopping somebody from potentially pursuing a career basically because they are a student athlete. It's so like that never exactly. made sense to me. And KJ, didn't they have you say you couldn't promote anything? Didn't KJ, didn't you do like guest bartending at some of these bars? Uh that, that never happened, John. I don't know pretty what sure you did. No, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't drink until I was twenty one years old. So you don't have to you don't have to drink to be a bartender. But I have I'm to be sure of I'll, age to be. I wasn't. I wasn't of age no, at any time you were talking about. No, no, you don't. I don't but have to I'm be of age sure. to be a bartender. No, you don't. You don't. I didn't know that. No, I see. Obviously, but, I don't know stuff like that. So it, that wasn't me. Uh, that wasn't you. It must have been someone who. No. I walked into Lazy Lizard and <laughs> a big did. black guy had on. He had a shirt off and a bow tie on. And he was behind the bar. And you kind of automatically you thought it was me. That it was KJ. <laughs> what? That was Yikes. weird. That's weird. I'm pretty sure I thought it was KJ. I was kind of drunk myself, so it could have been Deshaun. They say you guys look alike. Yeah, it was definitely Deshaun. Anything that happens, it was Deshaun. If you think it was me, anything bad that anything happens, bad is that happens is Deshaun. KJ, Deshaun. what what could what could you have made money on in school? What do you think? I don't I don't know, man. Uh, I didn't really have any. You know, you know me. When I was in school, I didn't really. Talk to much people at all, so I was just chilling. Really, I just was all about ball, trying to try and get to the league like everybody else was. Pretty quiet. I wish I could have like auctioned myself off for like dates. Auctioned yourself? Would have paid money though, or like could have get the money like charity or something. Maybe we could do that this summer. Actually, auction yourself off for a date. Yeah, yeah. Why not? That would be fun. Yeah, I could do it. Hmm. <laughs> 
Hey. All right. KJ's yeah. in. <laughs> I'm in. Anybody, I'm in. Any, any young ladies want to go on a date with KJ? Hey, listen. I'm a we'll great job. Start at $1. <laughs> wow, $1? That's what you think of me? G <laughs> <laughs> off you in? Uh, I'm I'm into I'll I'll do the uh, I'll be the auctioneer. Will you? Okay, let's do, I, the, I think this thing has legs. Let's let's get this thing okay. on the ground off the ground. So this is how J Flow ENT operates. We just come up brainstorm stuff. So we'll do like a fashion show. We'll get Daniels in, mm. right? Okay. Go to the alumni center, do like a fashion show, and then after the fashion show, we'll auction all day. That's a great idea. I'm actually wow. in. I'm actually like not playing though. I would really do something like that. See how my brain operates, Gio? I see how you stay what, yeah, So wait, so what do you do? What do you do on these dates that you're uh, auctioning? That, off? I, I don't think that matters. I think after the auction is done, I don't think that's <laughs> anybody else's business. What I do after it's that. private. That is true. It is private. We have I just didn't know if there were like if there were parameters. Yeah, exactly. Like, is there something you got to sign or? Oh, um, you have to sign NDAs. Yeah, NDAs so. for sure. Um, but I don't think that NDAs would make sense since it's an auction and everybody would know that we were together. So. Yeah. I mean, but that, they won't know what. Oh, yeah, yeah true, true. Go out, have some drinks, have fun, good conversation. Yeah, you know I mean? it won't be nothing serious. It's a good conversation. So, so Geoff, yeah. I love calling you Geoff. I'm, I'm glad you do. It's you and all of the middle school girls <laughs> that, I, that I went to school with calling me that. But uh, so a lot of schools hit you up asking about that. It was a big like stepping stone for you. Why didn't you take any of these like schools? Yeah, I felt weird as I just started to say that out loud because what I really meant was that like a couple of times when I when I looked into other jobs, people uh, that was like their favorite thing that they that they saw of mine. So um, you put that on your resume? Yeah, I would send that out. Uh, usually I'd have like some clips of me doing stand ups and stuff like that. And then at the end stand-ups. of it would be, you know, full videos that I did. Yeah, you don't You're know what no, different kinds of stand-ups. It's just like when you're standing in front of the camera and, you know, the part of a of a story where you're actually on camera talking. Did you give me some producer credit? Some of those ideas were mine, no. like the, the movie thing. No, that's not true. It wasn't your idea. I mean, some <laughs> of it. No, like you you did exactly what I wanted you to do and did very well with it, but, but all I of it was I didn't have any idea. input? I don't was know if you did. I mean, the, the one thing Screw that... Jeff. You know, the weird thing, like, remember when we went to Chili's and we got there and like, rather than asking for a new thing of chips, you sat down at a table that hadn't been bust yet and took somebody else's basket of chips wow. and was eating from that in the video. Damn, John. Oh, my idea was the, uh, <laughs> in the, in the mountain lair with all Which the one? people, with all the people gathered around. I mean, they, just for the sake t- of moving this along, I'm going to let you have that one. But all right, Jeff, you don't want to give me credit. That's fine. John is so always. No, I mean, I give you credit because if it weren't for you, none of that would have happened at all. So, so you, you didn't mention my name or any of your job interview. I thought we were a package deal, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. You, you I'll wouldn't have wanted to broke. come with me to any of the places <laughs> that that I was applying to go. So after basketball, I'll just be broke because Geoff didn't want to give me any credit. Hey, it's I fine. think you're you're doing pretty well for yourself. Who? All right, Geoff, question. Mm-hmm. Who would you? I, I apologize, KJ, if I'm hogging all the no, questions. No, no, go ahead. Who on the basketball team would you do something like that with this year if you were still working? Oh man, they have a lot have, of personality. See, I don't know because I don't feel like I know anybody the way that I knew you guys. I mean, I definitely don't now since I'm not like actually covering the team. Um, I'm I'm more watching 
you know, as like a fan, as just an observer. Um, but I don't know. I feel like anytime that I see Emmett Matthews, he seems to, he's like vocal on social media sometimes and stuff like that. So I feel like maybe he would work for something along those lines. Um, but I don't know what it would be. I mean, Oscar just started wearing a, a headband, but I don't think we just would regurgitate that same story. I think um, that would be that would be cool. I think Jordan. Uh, I think Jordan McKay would McKay. would be good, like because his he's real charismatic and he has a big following too. So I think that would be a yeah. Good he, I heard he has like the best podcast of of WVU basketball. Players. Oh wow! Is that what oh, you heard? Oh, my bad. Is that what you heard? That what well, said? that's just. That's what I heard. Fucking That's what I learned from this one to see. Fucking lie. How does it compare? Hey, listen, don't try to you, start trouble. You, this is your first time on the on the podcast, all right? Don't try to divide us. First and last. Yeah, don't try to divide us around here, all right? We don't we don't do competition. No, no, not at all. But I do I mean, it's, it's like when I hear about something like that, I think I mean not that podcasts were a thing back then, but how would that have gone over? back when you guys were playing, if a podcast existed and current players were on it. I feel like you could have gotten in so much oh, trouble. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> the kind of stuff that you could have ended up talking and these about. these guys don't want to play because they're too busy doing their fucking podcast. They take, <laughs> they take extra jump shots, but they want to, but yet they want to play. They want to play wow, though. That's, that's a hug for you right there. I can hear him saying that, bro. That would be so funny. So funny, bro. But uh, yeah, man, uh, great times with GR from in school. Uh, were you with us the night Osama bin Laden died? Yeah, of right? course I was. Yeah, that's Pretty uh, sure. you know what's weird about that? Like, I went out, I lived right by uh, Sports Page, and I saw the news, and I was like, I looked up online, what's a red, white, and blue shot that I can just go to Sports Page and take, and like that's what I'm going to do to celebrate. And I get there, and it's like you and Joe and. I don't know. Some other people were there and that was like, I mean, just to, that, that was honestly one of the first nights outside of being a media member that like you and I spent any time together, John. And that's um, the night that you blacked out. You blacked out after that. Night. No, after no, 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 no. I remember we ran into randomly. We ran it. Like how, like how wild was that night? It was wild. Of, I mean, cause one time. <laughs> you, you disappeared. And when you disappeared is when, like the photo that was in the New York times and all that stuff when, when all that happened, when you were up at the top of high street, but right. then like later on in the night we went up. Um, oh man. I'm, I'm like thinking about the statute of limitations as I go into this story. <laughs> Cause we went up like to the top of high Dang, street. What exactly um, did y'all do? We went we're up, like, to up, up where the frats were. Yeah. Frat row. And we so, so we're up other. there and, uh, <laughs> and that's when like I called up, Oh, see, this is where I, like I'm afraid I'm going to get somebody in trouble. I called up a former Mountaineer mascot and said, "You got to come out here. Everybody wants you to oh, fire you, your gun." You you called him. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like we <laughs> don't know. Response. We can't go back and see who you're talking about. So that guy. I didn't, know. <laughs> I didn't know you called him. I thought he just was randomly there. Mm, no, but. That's but now crazy. I'm like immediately regretting having said that out loud. But uh, no, it's, it's fine. It's I mean, it's okay. what's going to happen? Nothing's no. going to happen. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that whole night. And then like what's funny to me is like, I mean, that night I, or the following morning, Joe called me and was like, we're going golfing. I think it was like him and maybe Rob. Uh, 
And he was like, we're going golfing. And I, I am a terrible golfer, but he's like, you're coming with us. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. But I <laughs> promise you, I'm going to embarrass myself for as many holes as we play. And I certainly did that. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that was a wild night. Christmas is here. Our friends at the Book Exchange are giving you 25% off with our promo code BX4FINAL4. That code again is BX4FINAL4. Get your gifts at a great price and show your team spirit while saving money too. Visit their two locations on Evansdale and downtown Morgantown or online at bookexchangewv.com. But Geoff, you are also a uh, rapper? Oh my God. Is this true? Now see, here's the thing. Like I always, I've never said that I am a rapper. I'm not a rapper, gotta, but I'm not a rapper. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I'm not a rapper like, though. See, <laughs> rappers, rappers don't like saying that they're rappers. It's just it's a lifestyle. So is that kind of what you're going at right now? No, what I was going at was like, if I went out tonight to a park and started shooting baskets, like nobody's gonna say, "Oh, you're trying to you're like you're a basketball player." That's a lot different. Did, did you have a though? rap name? Did you have a rap name? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have the. I already know. So can you tell us your, your rap name? I, I, I did. I did have a rap name. Big G, Cool G, rap. Can, can, you, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you tell okay. us, please. I, yeah. Um, my rap name was G Force. Oh my god. So. <laughs> So the reason is because of my first name being Jeff with a G and my middle name is Forsyth. So I just took the beginning of Forsyth, Force, and made G-Force. That's actually not bad. That's not bad. Now that you explain it, it makes sense. But yeah. And then then like a few years later, they made a movie called G-Force and it was about like guinea pigs or something who were spies. So it made me feel a little less confident about that name. Could you spit a quick uh, 18 for us? No, probably not. <laughs> you mean 16, John? Yeah, who spits 18? That's just <laughs> like getting into the hook. 18. I want an 18. Is that a problem? I mean, nobody asked for 18, but okay. Do, do what you want, player. Can't get 18? I want 18. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going back so, into my, my old days. Those days are behind me. Where are you from, Gio? I'm from Maryland. What part? That's... uh. A little town called Ashton. Ashton. Like right between DC and Baltimore. I'm not as south as you were in Waldorf. I'm just trying to figure out where you where you, I mean, how, you, how you, you and I rapping. grew up listening to the same the same radio stations like WPGC, W or uh ninety three nine KYS, all that stuff. Did Kiss you listen to did you listen to Gogo? Did you go to Gogo's? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Like, I listened to what? Go-Go and, and Baltimore <laughs> Club music, like, in high school. Um, Have you like, been to a Go-Go? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, the, the, the first high school that I went to, there were multiple Go-Go bands, like like student bands that were yeah, Go-Go yeah. bands, and they'd play at, like, Homecoming and stuff like that. My second high school was much whiter than that, so so they didn't have Go-Go bands, but my first one did. Okay, um, down yeah. for the down with the culture, you know. Okay, so you do know what's going so, on. So you've been to Waldorf, uh, Jeff. I don't know if I've been to Waldorf. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know. Get you wouldn't have made it. You wouldn't have made it out. I wanted to get some things clear. I wouldn't have made it out of Waldorf. Get out of here. 
Exactly. You never heard anything uh, bad happening in Waldorf, have you, by any chance, Jeff? No, other than the fact that, like, John Flowers was born there. That was bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was real bad after that. You heard what happened no, to I the mean, doctor? You heard what happened to the doctor? Gave birth to me, right? The the what now? They gave the, birth the to you. Yeah. <laughs> so you, your that mom? That smacked me on the ass <laughs> when I came out. What'd you do to the doctor? Worst mistake of his life. Let's just say he he, he regretted it. Okay. Anyway. That's very cryptic. Okay. Yeah. Because we don't play. As soon as I came out, I was about that action. You hear me? Yeah. You understand? Because I don't play yeah. that. First words were so icy. Oh, you, oh, then the so icy boys. Came. Oh, my goodness. We don't have to. We won't get into all that. So, uh, Jeff, you always wanted to work in sports or was it something that like, how'd you get involved in sports? Maybe you said it already, but. No, um, I mean, um, I don't know. Like growing up, I was always into like, uh, you know, acting on stage and, and music and stuff like that that was like what i was mostly interested in and then uh but my dad went to wvu and i would go up to to football games all the time on the weekend so when i came to wvu which was basically just because i was a fan of the football team i uh became a broadcast major because i was like i don't know i'll do something with cameras and behind cameras and in front of them and all that um so my first job just kind of combined those two things. Like I worked in WVU sports while I was a student and I was a broadcast major and then got that job right out of college. Um, so I mean, it was my first job and it was just supposed to be a web thing, but then we got bought out by TV and suddenly we got the contracts for the Huggins show and the Holgerson show. And um, I mean, things just kind of kept building one off of the other. I mean, I started doing like play by play for uh, some of the women's games and women's soccer too. And the, the uh, spring game. So so, so like high school, initially. in high school, you like recording stuff on your cameras and stuff like. No, I mean, and, uh, like, I didn't, I didn't have any experience with any of that stuff until I was in college. Um, I mean, I made, I, I messed around, I, I messed around with, with uh, shooting like home videos where I'd, you know, write up a script made, for what made things. Some, were, uh, made some, made some sex tapes. No, I'm, I'm talking about like things that had actual plots and, uh, and all that sex kind of tapes stuff. Have and plot. then. Yeah, Sex yeah, tapes have okay. plots. Do they though? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a difference between that and like something that has actual actors in it. I don't think there was much of a plot when Ray J and Kim got together, but uh, I don't think you want to see a sex a, tape with a plot in it. That was a terrible sex tape, first of all. <laughs> you think so? Ray Kim Kim Kardashian's sex tape? It was awful, bro. Who who has the best celebrity sex tape that you've seen? I haven't seen many. Uh, That's the only one I've seen. So, I would say Mimi Foss. You seen that one? No, I she haven't. She was like the uh -uh. one that was swinging from like the 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 shower rod. I always heard people talk about that, but I haven't, I haven't seen it though. My sex tapes will have like I, I mean like a script and do all this other stuff. So a porno. Sex tape porno. Same thing. Uh, no, but here, so so right. one of the, just to get us off of that topic that yeah. I have nothing to add to. Um, we take wrong turns here. At, I'm, at the I'm gonna floor. I'm gonna combine two of the things that you've that you've made me talk about, and the one is that uh, is my use of cameras. I was asked by Rich Rodriguez to make a music video for a rap song that I wrote about the football team in my junior year, oh. and they played the music video before. 
all but one home football game that year. And the one that they didn't play it before was the pit game when we lost 13 to nine to not go to the national championship game. Mm. Mm. You think that has anything to do with why they lost? No, but, but, but it just made the night worse. So it's your fault. We lost. I don't think so. First of all, it wasn't my fault that it wasn't played. So like whoever decided not to play it, if we're blaming it on it not being played, it was on. Why didn't you step up and do a freestyle on the field? You Why know, is Dave, Dave in this conversation? I'm just <laughs> confused. He's just, where is he coming from? I don't know. Anyways, Jeff, why why didn't they play it though? There was no explanation. Uh, the explanation would have been that they it was like the 100th backyard brawl, and they made a highlight video specifically talking about that. So they played that in place of my this rap, rap music video. Is this rap song on YouTube? No, I looked this up. Are you it's lying? Not, I'm not lying. <laughs> I mean, if it is, it's news to me. So, like, I wouldn't be lying. I just would be uninformed. Why didn't I? Not, why did I never see this? Maybe it's because I was in the in the at the tailgates. I was one of those students. I was a bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fan. I mean, it played like you know when the doors were opening and stuff like that. It was it was early on in the uh, pregame. But what do you think about those students that uh, like the tailgate more than they like to go to the games? I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me but that's also as somebody who literally never tailgated for my entire four years at in college don't um, judge i do that i go to the tailgates and don't go to the game all the time i hate going what? into the games i don't well, i don't like but like do you have tickets yeah do you have tickets i i mean i can get i don't have them but i can get them i mean that's it's not that hard to get but at the same they time free. i just like the i just like the uh the fact that i could just i mean i guess you could just leave whenever you want when you get into the game but i like the fact of just pre-gaming and then going home and watch the game on tv i mean i, I have no problem with that at all yeah i'm, I'm saying I, I have an issue with the people who have you know have requested the student tickets they've gotten it and then they decide not even to go to the game or to leave really early because i figure like with the way the system is to get tickets you're probably then preventing a lot of students who really want to be in there from getting to experience that so but wait there's not enough tickets to go around for everybody it's like first come first serve well no you have to i've it's a whole request process that you have to go through to get them so like you have I, to put I, in your name that you want tickets and then yeah i mean not everybody actually gets them i mean there are probably plenty know. of games i don't i don't know how the ticket office works but there's probably plenty of games where like everybody who requests or you know most of the people who request get their tickets but there are a lot of games that they don't oh wow so, jeff how do you feel about like let's, let's say basketball how do you feel about the entertainment during like basketball games at wvu <laughs> What you mean aside from the product on the court? Like in between quarters, the mascot, fan interactment. How do you feel? I I don't know. I just miss the old student section. What was the old student section? I mean, the way that it used to be where it went all the way from the court all the way up to the rafters. Uh, Like now there's that middle section that breaks it all up. And I just feel like it's, it's lost the, uh, the vibe that it used to have. I mean, I used to be, because I was a manager for the football team, I got to be a fan when I went to men's basketball games and like I would camp out. I would, you know, I'd be the people who were sitting outside like freezing cold, you know, for hours or overnight or whatever, if college game day was coming or something like that. Like, so I don't know. Do you, I just miss that environment. Do you, 
Do you think that they ask like students what they want or they just do whatever the hell they want? Or the fans? I, I have no idea. I got to think that like SGA is involved and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't really know how that works. I think they just do what they want to do. I, it's like the same entertainment that they've been doing for the last 20 years and the same schemes and all types of other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, you got to love the, the Kroger shopping cart shootout. <sighs> But at the end of the day, is no. anybody there for that? Ha- Nobody's there for that halftime in between quarter entertainment anyway, I don't think. And if you are, then you're there for the wrong thing. I, that's what yeah, I know. What? So I, I'm just saying, I don't think that matters, like whether they ask somebody or what they do, because that's not the reason you're there anyway. It's, it's part you're there of the, to watch the game. It's part of the experience though, of going to the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I get that, but at the same time, it's like if you see the same thing over and over, you you gonna be mad about that, or you just gonna be like, all right, well, that's think it, about, and we we'll watch the game. Think about this. I you don't know, even notice a, it really. Think about it though. You're a season ticket holder. You go to every single game, and now in between every first and second quarter, you see the the Kroger shopping cart shootout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's not. I wouldn't be like, all right, here we go with this shit again. I was, I don't know. It doesn't bother it doesn't bother me because ultimately, and this is just me, like I'm there to watch the game. So that's just like a f- like five or ten minutes that I don't even really pay attention to. So it don't really bother me. True. Respect. Respect. I'm just always looking for looking at stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, and I know Jeff, he's a thinker. I just want to know like who's in charge of that stuff. Like Yeah, I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I, I do know like because of what my old job was and like going to every one of those big 12 schools and a lot of the other road games that I went to, I mean, you see different schools doing things differently. Um, and I think WVU has gotten a lot better with that since being in the big 12, but, um, but I mean, you just, you know, you see some of those like in-game hosts on the video board and, and there's just like a lot more interaction I feel like than there is at, at WVU games sometimes, but, um, really? but yeah. So what what is one thing you would bring for entertainment to a, a basketball game? I have no idea. Um, man, you're a content, aren't you a content creator? Yeah, have? but I mean, you're catching me off off guard right here. I mean, my favorite thing that ever happened in a WVU basketball game that wasn't the game itself was when the uh, well, I mean, aside from Red Panda at halftime, but um, would be yeah, the she's uh, tough. She's amazing. Um, it was when have, uh, you, ever, the, have you ever seen her drop a plate? I think I have, yeah. Really? Yeah, and it's devastating because you can tell that she's like shocked and very disappointed in herself when it happens. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure to be. She's, that's a chick on a unicycle, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? She's on a unicycle, right? Yeah, bro. Well, I don't know what, what's so funny about that. <laughs> The chick on the unicycle juggling plates. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. That's what she's doing. That's what I described what she's doing. Just the, the thought about it is just hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Isn't there a dog out there with it too? Or is no, that a different that's thing? That's different. The dog. Okay. I mean, just the other day they did the uh the frisbee show with the dogs at halftime. Bruh, you know what was amazing? The no. content that we could have got from this? The kids that came to the Coliseum and they were like singing uh, country roles after the game. That was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was like like 9,000 kids. 
Oh, it's like yeah. kids That's substituted tough. for the the <laughs> like the adults. Oh, that's, I it was crazy. I, I was in there that day. It's like the education day or whatever. And it's a women's basketball game that was at 10 a.m. And it is the loudest that the Coliseum ever is. I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. Like you actually have to that? cover your ears. They do that a lot? Uh, I mean, they've done it at least the last two years. I'm not sure if they've done it more than that. That is a great idea. Now, what I would do for that is a milk chugging contest. <laughs> What? How dope would that be? So you're getting them prepared. Think about it. You're getting the kids prepared to come to W. These are future Mountaineers, right? Oh. <laughs> By chugging milk. Yeah, you get they're singing country roads. They're chugging milk. They're doing the Let's Go Mountaineers chants. Jello shots with virgin jello. With just jello. Virgin virgin jello shots. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's, that's actually funny. <laughs> that is great content, yeah. That Jeff, is we funny. We could have made a great video with that. I mean, I don't know. Have, have, have a pre-game, uh, um, a pre-team pre-game? A pre-team pre-game. With virgin jello shots and milk chugging? <laughs> that's sick. That's a sick idea. <laughs> that's, a sick, that's a sick idea. Of all the things to pick, milk. I mean, that's disgusting to be chugging that. Enjoying our show? Don't forget to leave a five-star review for the final forecast on your podcast app. And be sure to tell a friend or two or three. Oh, y'all want to talk current hoops? Yeah, let's do it. Did you watch any of the games? We lost our first game. Yeah. So we just lost our first game against St. John's, was it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, old uh, Biggie's rival. Yeah. So what are y'all thoughts on the game? I mean, you can't turn the ball over 22 times. Yeah. That's, yeah. I pretty much did it. I'm just going to go out on a limb here. So I said this on Twitter, but McNeil is probably going to be one of the best shooters to ever come through West Virginia. The kicker that's tough to shoot. S- yeah, no, he can't. He got he to gotta ratchet, but that's tough to say, bro. It's only, what, eight, nine games in? That's tough to say ever. Yeah, eight games in. There's a lot of – yeah, there's a is lot this a of prediction? Great, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I get it. But there's a lot of great plays. But, yeah, he's he's got a he's got a burner. I, I like his game. And he's not afraid to shoot. He's not afraid of big moments, it seems like. So, I like his game for sure. <clears throat> John, is there Sorry. something that makes you say that about him, like, in watching the way he's shooting or just how much he's making them? I mean, like, is there something about his nah, release his, or something? Well, he's always in the gym working on his shot. But it's, his form is pretty solid, yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like. It's he reminds me of uh, Alex Ross, seriously. Yeah. With like his form and the way he shoots. Mm. But he's, I just he's, always he's, in the, in these first few games, I wonder, you know, about the rotation and all that because I I just feel like it's been a theme every year that you know you see some of these guys in these first non conference games and then like their role really is greatly diminished as the season goes on. What do you so mean? I'm not saying that that's going to happen to him. I just feel like you know. You're still I mean, seeing explain, them like testing the waters and all that. Explain yourself. Like, what do you mean? I, I mean, now I'm going to, well, I'm going to end up like forgetting every single player who I've ever felt this way about, but there's just a lot of times, you know, in this, in this portion of the season, when you're seeing guys get extended minutes because of who the opponents are or, you know, situations or trying out different lineups and, and you know, people on the court, 
And then like once you get into the games that you know are in the conference schedule, whether that's Big East days or Big 12, you start to really kind of like narrow down, all right, here are the guys who we can count on, here are the guys who you know, are, are the first off the bench, all that kind of stuff. And then you start to see that some of those who you maybe thought would have a bigger role in the beginning of the season don't so much later on. Okay. So I'm not saying that's going to happen to him. That's, I, that's why I'm asking you, like, you know, what it is it about him that you feel like it's going to it's gonna stay that way for the rest of the season? No, nah, he's, he's just flat out. I mean, he can score the ball. He's one of the, I think, five people on our team that could really score the ball. Mm. He, he led the... Uh, what is it? The junior college and scoring, I think. So, yeah. I just, yeah, he's, he's good. Here's the determinant factor, though. This is what I think with just like players in general, especially players that come through here, is like, what, you're gonna, what are you going to do when you're not playing well and coach is on you and he's in your head? Are you going to still keep shooting your shots? Are you going to still, are you going to be hesitant then? Like, I think mm. that's what separates people's careers. I don't think it's so much as, as it is like talent as it is between like your ears and how you like how you accept criticism except especially from coach huggins because you know he he mixes no words he's going to tell you exactly how he feels and it's like how are you going to handle that and can you get through that and still be as confident as when you were making all your shots you get what i'm saying so i, I just want to see how that happens that's why i'm not too quick to say anything about anybody because it's a long season that's a great point kj Thank so you, does he talk to you guys about that? Like when 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 you're playing for Huggins, does he say, you know, listen, you're gonna have a short leash, and I'm gonna, you know, be yelling these things at you and all that, but you have to be like, is is he upfront about that to you, or is it just something that you end up learning, or you hear from your teammates and all that stuff? Okay. Uh, no, I, I mean, in my experience, he doesn't tell me nothing. Like he's just like <laughs> you. Or really, when he came to me, um, came to my crib on my my visit on his visit to me and um he just said listen you're gonna get what you work for if you work hard i'm gonna you know i'm gonna give you minutes and you know you're gonna do what you do with that but i don't think he warns you i think you just already yeah. come into it you know that he's gonna be tough on you it's just how you respond to it i think he explained to me what my role was <laughs> basically he made it very clear don't shoot the ball <laughs> unless it's five seconds on the shot clock don't dribble don't do this, don't do that, and you'll play. Play defense and play hard and you'll play. So I don't think I mean, he just said that though. Excuse me? He just he just said don't ever shoot. Like it was just that was cut a, and dry. Like don't ever it shoot. It was a known rule. Don't shoot the ball unless it's <laughs> under ten seconds on the shot clock. Or three. I'll I'll say that three. Yeah, that's true. Or create a shot. That's true. It's well, were you good at shooting at that time? <laughs> I was great at shooting in high school. I was 20 points a game, 13 rebounds, seven blocks, WCAC, All-American. Uh, All-American. Consideration. Were, were you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, no, because you know he also says like, and not not just for you, just like not joking though, but he just always tells us uh, to not do what we're not good at. Like don't mm. do what you're not good at. Do play to your strengths, and which is, I mean, is a rule for all any level of basketball, but that was just big on him. So if you did anything outside of yourself or outside of what he thought you could do, he was never good with that. Did you guys uh, have shirts that say do what we do? Yeah, that is what I can't remember, actually. Is it? I don't think that's what, I can't remember. I think he said that one time and like, it was, 
It was like some the, quote or something. He said that in his stuff. The, the, the quote, the quote was, "If we do what we do better than they do what they do, then mm. we're gonna win because we do what we do better than they do what they do." Makes sense. It's very, very yoga bear, Yogi Berra. <laughs> Jeff, do you remember my Facebook page had like a bunch of hugs quotes or no? Were we not cool then? Mm, we may not have been cool then. Are we even Facebook friends now? Yeah, I, I think not. we are. What'd you say? Anyways, so the St. John's game. You guys still use Facebook? Like, what? That's all John posts on. Really? Oh, okay. I don't use Facebook. But the, the St. John's game, I think we got kind of, I'm not going to say, there's always something, like we always like to place the blame on outside factors like refs and this and that, but it's always something that we could have did to have won the game. You know what I mean? But yeah. The refs were absolutely terrible. Like they made a terrible call on Derek Cole at the end of the game. Dude drove, slipped, and they called a foul on Derek. And then uh what's it McBride had a shot at the end of the game. I thought he got fouled at the last shot too. But the refs basically decided the game at the end of the game. I think like at the end of the game like that, you just let the just let it play out how it plays out. Like don't be so quick to blow the whistle, you know what I mean? Mm. Can we talk about how hard a referee's job is, though? Because you constant like no. you're never right. Like you're when you're a referee, you're never right. Like you're you're either calling a bad call for one of the other team. You are always it's in not the wrong. That. Yes, it is. It's not that. No. It it's is. Not that. Like you're always wrong. I think that's the because we have they have like reviews now, cameras everywhere. Like you can't review everything. No reason, though, John. But think about this though. There's no reason why. Uh, 18,000 people in the gym could see something and then it's your job to see something and you don't see it. There's no reason for that. There's no excuses. Uh, they should get fined more. We should be a lot harder on these runs. <laughs> they are human beings, John. They're allowed to make mistakes. It's your job. What do you mean? <laughs> so you don't make a mistake on your job? Nobody makes mistakes mm, on their job? Nah. <laughs> I don't make mistakes. Oh, what hap- oh, Okay, we do make mistakes on our job. What happens when you make a mistake on your job? You get Find or yeah you yeah something happens or you admit okay. that you're wrong and you try not to make that mistake again but it's still not, nothing you still gonna make a mistake it doesn't matter how good of a referee what I'm saying is it doesn't matter how good of a referee you are how good of whatever you do at your job eventually you're gonna make mistakes so, so I was watching happens. an NBA game I was watching an NBA game the other day someone drove they caught a foul dude didn't touch this dude at all they they went to the review. Clearly showed dude didn't touch dude and the ref still went with his call. These refs just have so much ego and they get so involved in the game. They just try to take over the game. I do agree. I agree with that. I agree with that point. Thank you. G off. Yeah, you guys, you guys got it. Okay. You don't have any, you don't have any perspective on this. Yeah. No, but like I will. Well, I mean, I, I guess I do if I'm about to say something, but, um, I mean, I, I think what you were saying about the cameras and everything, that's made an official's job a lot harder because it's, you know, everybody can see the slow motion replay and the five different angles that, you know, the ref just saw at one time and in a split second had to see, you know, his eyes had to tell his brain to blow the whistle or not. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. Being a ref is a, <laughs> it is a I mean, my, my point yeah. just being that like these days, you know, 
everybody's going to be able to tell if you messed it up. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, what you're talking about going in and, and having an opportunity to overturn something and then sticking with the wrong call, despite a review, like that's when it's yeah. infuriating to me is, you know, you had that chance to overturn it and you messed that up. But right, so, so how about, you could just tell, like, I think the bad refs or the refs that you could just tell, like they're trying to prove a point or they're just doing too much. Or they're trying to be oh, yeah. seen and they're trying to like steal the show. Like the guys who have choreography planned out for a charge foul and all. Exactly. Yeah, I see like, some crazy. <laughs> I feel like we had somebody that did something crazy anytime they called the charge. I can't remember the dude's name, bro. But I think it was Higgins, bro. Higgins was he? Was Higgins. he black? Was he a black Higgins referee? Is, nah, that's Valent Valentine was a black one. Okay, because it was. was cool. I, I like. Him. Yeah, there was somebody that just did some crazy stuff anytime <laughs> they called a charge or any kind of call. They were just extra dramatic with it. Blow the whistle twelve times. Like, <laughs> Get out of the way. I, I think sometimes, though, that people don't – I mean, people forget that referees are, like, human. So, like, they are going to make mistakes, and they do get emotional. Let's just say you got Coach Huggins yelling in your face every five seconds about a call or something. They get in their feelings, and maybe sometimes they won't give you a call because they're like, yo, you on me, so I'm going to do this to spite you. I think that, that, like, human element, people don't take into account that. Not saying that it's right, but it happens. I mean, I think also like you see, you know, times where coaches or players will point out something to a ref who was missing it the entire game and then suddenly they're calling it. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. like you've put their attention on mm-hmm. it. So I, I feel like it's it's interesting that way that sometimes you can sort of manipulate them by being like, you know, you've missed this the entire game or, you know, you even say it before the game, like this guy has the tendency to do this thing. That's a foul. Look for it. And, you know, maybe he otherwise wouldn't have noticed it, but because you pointed it out. So what about the ref that watches these players like like LeBron? He just picked up the ball and just took twelve steps with it. How do you not see that's what I'm saying? How do you not see that? It's your job to see that. Yeah. Did that really happen? I mean, I remember that happening with Russ. No, he they, did they that. It, it was but... just recent. He just picked the ball up and just started walking with it. And LeBron was like, that's one of the like I think he said most embarrassing plays or something like that that he ever did. But yeah, he literally picked the ball up, took a few steps, and nobody said anything about it. Yikes. Twelve. How, nah, it's your job to see that. How do you not see it? Yeah, that's crazy. It's insane. And like the James <laughs> Harden sense. dunk too. The James Harden, uh, well, he made it, but made miss dunk or whatever, and they didn't count it. And the Rockets were trying to get the the league to p- replay seven minutes and fifty seconds of the game back over because they missed that two points that James Harden was supposed to make. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's yeah, crazy. How do you? How do you? That's what I'm saying. Like the whole entire arena saw that the dunk went in. If you didn't see it, it's your job to see that. I just don't get it, bro. Like, but shout out the refs, man. Y'all, y'all have a tough job. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just do your job. <laughs> do your goddamn job. Basketball season is here, baby. We trust their climb and are all in with a redeem team. And if you're not, well, why the hell are you listening to us? Uh, Jersey retirement requirements. Ooh. Next for, topic. This has been what? A, this has been on my mind for a while. Now, do you think at WVU? Do you think that WVU standards for retiring a jersey are too high? You asking me? Yeah, you. You're the, you're the I sports mean, expert. 
Yeah, it's it's been a while since I've really looked into that. All I know is that when I did look at it, it was in relation to Pat White. Um, and I just found it ridiculous to think of all that he did, um, both, you know, individually and as far as the, the team and all that stuff, that he actually can't get his jersey retired because of what their requirements are. I think I got it. The athlete must have earned an undergrad degree from WVU. Jersey must have been previously Wait, the jersey must have been previously retired. Okay, what am I looking at now? Retire. Oh, okay. So, so the jersey must have been retired, which is different from the number. Um, the athlete must have been elected to the WVU Sports Hall of Fame, which Pat White has been. Uh, the athlete must have been elected to the National Hall of Fame in his or her sports. And the National Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't. Now I don't even know what I'm looking at. Um, here Dave. it is. Let's let Dave do his job because his job is terrible. No, so that was, I was looking at the retirement of a sports number. That's different from what this one is, which is retirement of the jersey. So you got to. What's the difference? I don't. What is the difference? I feel like this is all going horribly right now. Pretty sure it's the same thing because, yeah, it's the same thing. (laughs) It's it's not, though. I just think it's simple. Um, I I don't know. I I just feel like it should simplify it. Like they should have a. I don't know, a, a fine set of rules that everybody can understand and everybody can like digest and that should be it. Like there should there should be no way that Pat White can't retire his jersey or his number or whatever. Like that's insane. Or Deshaun. Or Deshaun, or Deshaun yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I mean like it's, one of the things it has on here is that the athlete was a consensus All-American or a two-year first-team All-American as chosen by an accepted or primary organization or the most valuable player of a national championship team. It's like he wasn't those two things. Or he wasn't either of those, I mean. Oh, so it's different for football too? Yeah, I have no, this is this is so this one page that I'm looking at, it's got the WVU intercollegiate athletics retirement of a jersey and also the intercollegiate athletics retirement of a sport number. So in basketball too, Deshaun will have to go to the national championship game to have his jersey retired. No, he, he could have been a consensus All-American or a two-year first-team All-American. Anyways, I just think that these requirements are too hard. I think that if you have like the legend status, like you put you made that much of an impact on your school, and you brought notoriety to your school, then you should get your jersey retired. Like Deshaun hit how many game winners? Nine. Mm-hmm. It was a Eight, bunch. Yeah. And took us to the final four. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and then the next year you see John Houghton wearing number one. I mean, shout to John Houghton. That's my man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow, John. That's my Ready man. Throw shade. My, my, of course. My bro. Throw shade. But he is no no Deshaun Butler. He'll tell you he's no Deshaun Butler. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying it's disrespectful to wear number one, but that's those are some big shoes to fill, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it probably makes sense to have something like, like a voting board or something like that, where if somebody, you know, really it seems like they should be having their jersey retired or or maybe you have, you know, like the fans like they are with Pat White trying to get it retired, then, you know, they can say, all right, we vote to override this one thing that they are not meeting in our requirements. Bro, they had whiteouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they had the, the entire stadium was felt like was white for Pat White. Like even Mother Nature complied. It was snowing. 
Oh, yeah, wow. that's dope. That's actually, <laughs> that's dang. That's, it's legendary, like. bro. It's, <laughs> it's, it's legendary. Like, retire that man's jersey. And then you have other people wearing number five. Like, it's just ridiculous. Is there, is there a way that we can, uh, I don't know if this makes sense. Is there a way that we can retire somebody's jersey without retiring their number? Like, because... If you think about all the numbers that we would be retired, if you have all these great players, if you come through a successful program, it's like eventually yeah. you're not gonna have any numbers left to wear. Numbers left. <laughs> so is there a way that we could just put somebody's name up and not have to necessarily retire their number? Because their just name the is name. the most important part. Not really so much the number. The name is the most important part to me. I would think. Yeah, but that's the what I was saying about the consensus All American or or two year first team All American. That's under the retirement of a jersey, not under the retirement of a number. Like you first have to have your jersey retired, and then you can have your number retired. Yeah, I don't know if I want my number if I want my number retired. I wouldn't mind being in the Raptors, my names, but my I don't yeah. care if anybody else wears number five. Like that doesn't matter to me. <sighs> That's just that's just me though. I don't know. That's just me. John doesn't want anyone to ever wear John 41 selfish, ever again. So. I don't care about 41. At all. I, I'm, I'm not okay. at that level. I'm not a like a. I don't look at myself as a legend at WVU and have the same impact that a Deshaun Butler or a Pat White has had at, for the school. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but like your 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 impact has happened after you finished playing. Like not yes. that you didn't have an impact while you were playing, but I mean. So you're, you're more known now for how good you've been since you stopped playing at WVU. Which is irrelevant because... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, you're acting... That wasn't even supposed to be a negative know, thing. It's, it's so, fine if you take it that way, but... I didn't, I didn't take it as such. Yeah, because, I just mean that... Yeah. But it's irrelevant, though, because it's, it all depends on what you did at WVU, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, nobody's going to retire your jersey because you got the TBT team together. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's when the new Coliseum will be named after him. Ooh. Oh. I wonder how much that'll cost. Yeah. But yeah, I think they should retire a couple of jerseys. Got in mind. Who do you think they should retire, John? Just, I'm curious. Well, football, Steve Slay and Pat White. Mm hmm. Mm. Football's tricky though. Like, yeah, Steve saying Pie White for sure though. I mean, I just I think if you skip from, I'm gonna forget the names of everybody, but you know, like I mean, the Sam Huff and Ira Eric Rogers, and then you go all the way to Pat White and Steve Slayton. Like, you've skipped decades of really good football players who, you know, I think it would make sense to consider at least for jersey retirements. Did did they have a whiteout night? No. <laughs> No, I don't think they did. Okay, did it snow? I'm confused. It probably did snow, but but not on a whiteout night. Oh, okay. If they didn't have a night named after them or hit 10 game winners in one season, I don't think that they should have the jersey tied. Okay. Interesting. This is not legend. If they didn't do anything legendary like that. Legendary, like <laughs> something that no one will ever forget. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you won't hear so, me like, argue against yeah. it. Those, KJ, those guys gave me some of the best memories I've got. Right. So, Like, for example, KJ is a great player. You know what I mean? I, I was a double-double, right? Big East uh, 
player. Well, should have been Biggie's Ooh, player. Of the year. Almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got robbed. Jay Crowder. Jeez. Guys, thanks got for robbed. That. I appreciate it. I know. <laughs> but you have. Thanks to you too, Dave. Fucking asshole. But you have you have another player, say like Oscar, who's getting twenty and seventeen rebounds. You know what I mean? We have other players that can emulate what KJ did. You know what I mean? You can't. It's it's hard to emulate what Deshaun did, hitting mm-hmm. 10, 11, 12 game winners in one season. The number you know just I mean? keeps going up. When you ever seriously, it was eight <laughs> or nine <laughs> like ten minutes ago. Now it's ten or twelve. <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve. Um, but that's that's what I'm getting at. Players whose you. shoes are very hard to fill. Let's go, Mountaineers. So, Geoff, we are coming yes, into the, what, 10-year anniversary of our Final Four team. It's crazy. Speaking How of legends. How has it been 10 years? Speaking of legends, myself was on the team, Deshaun, KJ was there, I think. Uh, I was sitting on press row. Don't forget about me. You were there. Yep, but, uh, KJ, are you going to that uh, reunion thing this in February or January? Uh, I'll, I'll be in Japan, so I can't go. You won't have no time off. No, I will not. Unfortunately, I will not. What? What retired? What? What thing? I didn't hear about anything. It's just. It's just a. Uh, they do like a reunion every year. Like they, the players like walk on the floor and get recognized. Mm. I think I did that already one time, like a like a year or two ago. Me and Truck did that one time. I don't. I don't remember what it was for, but. They, yeah, they do it. They do okay, it every year. But uh, yeah, Geoff, you're doing something special for the Final Four. I mean, it's not just me. It's it's you. It's KJ. It's as many uh, former players as as we can get in touch with. Uh, some of the coaches who are on the staff, media members, fans. A lot of people were part of that run. But we're going to be doing a special series right on this podcast. Um, talking to all of the people who were there from you know first game of the season all the way through the the game in indianapolis and the final four and um, basically just over a number of different episodes we're going to tell that whole story and how much it changed your all's lives and uh how much it affected the fans of this of this team and where you guys are now all that sort of stuff so it's really just going to be like recapping everything that happened back then and, and what made it so special and giving it all the fans a chance to sit here and, you know, listen to the stories and sort of feel like they were inside it with you guys. Yeah. We want to hear from fans too. So we'll be putting a call out for that as well. Yeah. More fan interviews too. We'll we'll get some more of those. What do we call it? Oh, fan interview or something. I don't know. But uh, we found, I found one person that was on active duty in Poland, watching it on a fuzzy TV at 3 a.m. That's dedication. Dedication. I mean, they had that thing. What it, Hugs always talks about how they piped it down into the mines on the radio broadcast and all that. I mean, it's it's wild. I want to know. I want to talk to like one of the students that was in Morgantown that night. Because remember, we oh. saw like riots. Were they riot? They, I'm pretty sure they rioted. I just remember looking on like Twitter and seeing all the riots and stuff, and like being like, "Man, I wish we were back in Morgantown." And then coming back to like the parade. I'm not a parade, but like people at the Coliseum and stuff. It was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The way that they they welcomed you guys back, and I mean, even the send off was great too. Like on the court in the Coliseum yeah. before you guys went off to to Indianapolis. And the groupies. Mm. Ooh. 
KJ, I know you remember those. Oh, I do. Great, great. Oh, time. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Very thankful for them and happy to have them around. <laughs> they, we cannot forget them. They got to give yeah, them credit. Sure. Round of applause for those lovely young ladies. Yeah, let us know which ones you want on the uh, podcast, and we'll we'll bring them on. Shout to Dave for putting together this whole Final Four recap, ten year anniversary thing together. I think it's a great idea. I think it will. You didn't even understand it until like ten minutes before we started this section. So, (laughs) Dave, you did ten minutes before. I think it was literally (laughs) seconds before we started this. He didn't really explain it to me. Just like, hey, this is what we're doing. No, I see. I'll I'll, I'll type things out to you, and the only text message I get back is tough or cool, cool. (laughs) (laughs) What am I I supposed to say? I ask you in the text, like, I'm not sure where you're going with this. This I mean, look, this is like I showed up at the alumni game this year and I asked John, what were the teams? And he said, you pick. (laughs) He said, you pick. So I sat sat there before the game picking the teams, and which, by the way, I felt pretty damn good that it went to overtime because I felt like it means that I I picked good teams. But did a good job. Oh, yeah, round of applause for Jeff for uh, being the MC of choice for four years. Nice. Hey, I wonder who's going to take my place now. I always ask you, and you're like, I don't know if I can go. I don't know if I can do it. And then, like, a month later, you're like, it's cool. I'm free. I can do it. When you can just such a, like, clear your schedule, I always ask you 10 months in advance. Like, I John, know. you I'm know like, that in the summer, I become a world traveler. So I need oh to God. I need to know these dates. Are you going to, uh, what is it, Beckley for a pig roast? Uh, Boone County, you jerk. Not <laughs> Beckley. County. How do you go from Maryland to the Go-Go's to Boone County for a pig roast? I love your, because uh, your, your, uh, what's it called? My diversity? wife? <laughs> is that my wife? Diversity. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the answer is that my wife lives in Boone County, so that's why I go mm. down to the pig yeah, roast. she lives in Morgantown with you. Well, okay, yeah, she's from Boone County. Well, she needs to grow up. <laughs> she needs to grow up. <laughs> she did. She moved out of there. Nah, I want to. I want to. Great people in Boone County. I want to go to the pig roast. Never been. Have you never been? You actually eat the pig. Yeah, yeah. Like you personally, like you dig in there. I mean, they have one out there, and they they cut all into it, and so what does it taste like? Sausage or or bacon? Neither. It's like pulled pork, and ah, yeah. They also when they used to do uh. They used to do like these hot bologna sandwiches yeah. that were pretty damn good, but I, know it's, I mean, it does not sound good, but it, but it actually was good. That was disgusting. Mm-hmm. But you uh, guys are gonna get some backlash talking trash on the hot bologna sandwiches. Uh-huh. And we're doing the country the country music festival next what? summer too. Country music festival. Now that's you getting diverse. Are you gonna <laughs> Jeff? Do you want to be a part of this? I have no idea what it is, but. Knowing me, I'm probably in. Let's do it. It's a big country music festival that came through Morgantown last time. It was oh huge. yeah, my first one. It was great. I'm definitely doing that again. That's what's up. Um, I want to be down. I want to be a part. All right. That's, well, that's as long actually as what's on your Facebook page is a picture of you in a goofy cowboy hat and your best Virginia shirt. Why is it goofy? Well, I think it's more that you're goofy and you're wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> You're listening to the official podcast of Best Virginia. 
This has been another episode of the Final Forecast with your boy Jay Flo. This is Kevin Jones. And we This have... is Secret Jeff. Say your rap name. Oh, G Force. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't too enthusiastic. <laughs> give us a quick eight. Give us a quick I got nothing. <laughs> you can't give me a bar to end it out? No. He doesn't. He doesn't rap for free, John. Dang. That's crazy. I'm not a I rapper. I got to hear him rap at his wedding. <laughs> I'm not a rap. I'm not a rapper though. Alright, I'm gonna say a bar and I'm gonna pass to you, John. How about I got that? Nothing. Cipher. Is a cipher going? <laughs> mm. Uh yeah. Uh yeah. Oh no, there's Dave. This was another episode of the Final Full Cast. Now we gotta get out of here real fast. I appreciate, y'all. I appreciate y'all having me on. It's been a blast. Oh, oh hey. Now we gotta close it out on that. That was that was fire. Alright. See y'all. Yeah, I appreciate next you guys time. having Thanks me on. Are we still recording? We are. Uh go to the book of Shane. Why? What is this podcast? <laughs> Why? Uh nobody really knows. We just take it episode by episode. Shooting the shit mm. podcast. I hope Jordan McCabe has me on. Oh,